Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. My name is Jeffrey Davis. I am CEO of Mage LLC, a management consulting firm dealing with organizations in transition and the development of leadership and organizations. And every week we like to talk to Mark Furman, director of Tarlow Breed Hart and Rogers, a law firm in downtown Boston about litigation and entrepreneurship. Uh, welcome back, Mark. Hi, Jeffrey, great to be with you. Same to you, Mark. Nice seeing you again this week. Uh, just like our other regular reporters. What's, you know, there's a lot of change going on in the workforce. Uh, As Bob Dylan once said, the times they are changing and certainly the world of business is going through enormous changes as a result of COVID. And as we now get into more and more people being vaccinated, we come into the question of, you know, what is a business going to look like? What an office is going to look like? Is there going to be a hybrid model? Is everybody going to be back at their office every day the way people used to work? Are people going to be in their cars and on their on planes traveling to see clients? Or is things going to continue to be um, remote, at least to some extent? Um, hybrid models, certainly uh, a possibility, but, um, you know, I, I'd say uh, 10 months ago, people were thinking, well, we'll get beyond this and then the world will return to normal. Now that we've been doing this for a year, um, I have not been in my physical office for a year today. Right. And yet, um, I've learned that I don't need to be there to be productive, to um, do good work for uh, my clients. And, um, you know, the courts have made a shift. All the court hearings are now on Zoom. Um, and I expect that to continue. Um, certainly for the rest of this year. Um, I don't see any trials of any of my civil cases this year. And, uh, but almost everything other than a trial can be done by Zoom. There are Zoom arbitrations, Zoom mediations are great. So you ask yourself, okay, um, what's the uh, advantage? And there are some. And I think this, you know, COVID has impacted people so differently, so unequally. Um, you know, certain businesses have been devastated and other businesses uh, can carry on remotely very, very well. Um, you know, I've so seen I, it all, Mark, you know, I, I have clients that were considering new offices or getting rid of their offices. Now they want to scale back and have small offices because they want meetings and there's debates. It's created a big debate within the company, you know, how many people are coming back. I've heard of uh, people saying they don't want to go back, people wanting people to go back because if we have a herd situation where there's no reason not to go back, it's hard for owners who their natural inclination is to see their workers regularly. I know for me in the last two weeks, a couple of my clients have asked me for face-to-face -face meetings. The first time I did it, and then uh, someone in their organization said to me afterward, that wasn't necessary. 
And I went, I know, I don't, you know, so the next time someone asked me, I said, no, we're going to do a Zoom. And they said, well, they really wanted to do face-to-face. -face. We did a Zoom. There was no issue with the meeting, hey, you know, but, but that wasn't even a, up for debate 30 days ago, 60 days ago. Now it seems that, you know, how we're meeting is becoming a, a discussion. And, you know, employers can put a little bit of pressure, not just on employees, but on people like you and me and clients can. So I, you know, I'm wondering, you know, uh, how that's going to affect people. Are employers going to get angry at their employees? Is there, is it going to lead to potentially litigation? Uh, just again, as usual, as the last year, everything's up in the air again. In the exactly. New well, I, I, I find there's uh, a group of people who um, thrive working remotely and they don't, really miss the they find the benefits outweigh the burdens and uh you know because of technology uh the ability to do this remotely the the ability to do everything remotely but i also hear people complain to me about uh how isolated they feel and how they're so zoomed out um i'm not one of those people but I've talked to people who do exactly what I do, who can't stand it. Um, so everyone is different. I, I'd say, you know, people, um, you know, it's been hard for a lot of people. It's been hard for a lot of people to be as productive uh, because of their family circumstance. Um, but for many of us, um, in some ways, I feel more productive because I have found an hour and a half to two hours a day that I don't have to commute to work. Um, so um, even if I've half that time is spent working, um, I've still found an extra hour a day for work-life balance, um, exercise, and things like that. So. I don't know, there's just uh, the discovery that you can be productive or at least some people can be productive, including um, myself, you know, makes it possible to, you know, you don't have to be, you know, a short drive into the city or public transportation into the city. You can be really anywhere. If If I was in, California today, this would be no different, right? If I was in, you know, name the state, name the country, really, I could be anywhere. Well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, uh, maybe it's too much information. Uh, I've been prone to that through my career, but you know, I'm working, you know, in Cape Cod. Uh, I've actually reversed my old schedule from pre-COVID. I know. At times, I'll spend my week at Cape Cod working, and I'll come back and spend my weekends back in my my, my regular house. And I, I find it really kind of easier to work, uh, although I am closer to the fridge. But I do think it's important to uh, structure things right. And I have found that if I'm going to do six, seven hours of Zooming, that I limit it, and I limit its time during the day within a condensed period so that I get out, get fresh air, and exercise. I don't try to make you know seven hours of zooms or six hours of zooms into a twelve-hour day, or it really does burn you out. So you do have to sort of constantly be restructuring your life, 
and not asking an external to sort of dictate it. What's my rhythm? And I think employers need to understand that they need to understand their people differently. That if you start to create institutional pressure on people, you're gonna have legal problems. If you start forcing people to do things they don't wanna do. I think people have discovered their individuality through COVID. And, and as long as you get your job done, that's all that really counts. Wouldn't that's you say right. That's true? Yes. I mean, you talk about individual situations. I mean, people have religious beliefs. Um, you know, they have different medical conditions. They have different, uh, you know, there are people who's uh, have immunity limitations and um, age differences. And so I do think it's not going to be one size fits all. And, you know, some of the advantages of being together in an office like like our we're open even though i haven't been in there but you know the hallways are one way and the use of the kitchen there's no use of the kitchen now and so which is one of the natural meeting grounds uh for people to connect during the course of the day getting a cup of coffee or whatever, or eating their lunch. Nobody's doing that now. And um, so. But I actually think, even though you're, you know, older than I am, that, you know, this new work uh, home balance can extend careers for people like you and I. It can. I mean, people don't realize that, it, you know, the fact that I can do this uh, will extend my career because I'm willing to work now. If I had to get in my car and drive three, four hours a day, which I did as a business advisor, I don't wanna do that my whole life. And I'm sure for you too, this potentially can extend your career, which is good for your clients. It is. Um, you know, it was nothing to, before this to, you know, have an early morning meeting, take a significant ride for that, then to come into Boston, then to drive out to court for a two o'clock hearing, then drive back into Boston and then drive to an end of the day meeting right. and then drive, go home from there. I mean, the amount of time spent in a car certain days was astounding. And, you know, I have cases where, you know, I've commuted to you know, Chicago, Atlanta, and uh, New York, and all over Massachusetts, certainly. And, um, you know, a lot of those things now can just be done remotely. Right. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's really unbelievable. And it's... Well, it's like the it, Jetsons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the one thing you you give up, I think, in the, in, in terms of the court stuff is, you know, when you're at the courthouse and you're, you know, before your case gets called and, you know, you might get there early and you have an opportunity to connect with the other side and, you know, maybe build some type of relationship that could be helpful in keeping the case 
moving productively um, and uh, maybe building up some credibility and trust that's critical as you try to work out issues and maybe settle the case. Um, you lose a little bit of that when you only see them on Zoom. Um, but I can have more client contact now than before because I can see more clients. I can see more clients, speak to more clients and communicate more often. Uh, you know, I'm, that's I, true. I, I haven't, I agree with you on the clients. It's just, you know, I deal with adversarial legal disputes and um, having to build a level of trust with opposing counsel is part of what needs to happen because um, you got to figure out who you can trust and who you can't trust. Um, it's easier to settle cases with people you trust. Uh, right. There's a whole lot of subtle uh, and not so subtle um, signs you have to pick up on and, um, and trying to move a case forward. So I think that's a negative, but the positives are enormous. I mean, I, I, these, to go to a court hearing, what it costs for me to go out to a court hearing in Chicago, for example, that can be done by Zoom, where I just log on 10 minutes before the court hearing and there's no travel time, there's no air flight, there's no hotel, it's just. Um, I can't imagine traveling for business again right now. I wouldn't. Yeah. Do it. So I, I, I mean, I've had cases where I've taken, say, seven trips for status conferences. Ugh. And um, now the, those could be, um, you know, 45 minute, 45 minutes on Zoom versus traveling a long distance. Um, I mean, even, you know, where I work, you know, going out to Worcester and back, um, you know, that's an hour each way, plus waiting time. And, um, and for so, me, a speeding ticket. Right. <laughs> um, Mark. So there's a lot of efficiencies, which I appreciate, well, certainly at this stage. The world keeps changing and we appreciate your keeping us informed on these things. And Mark, if someone's looking for you at Tarla Breedhart and Mark Rogers, how would they find you? I can be reached at 617-218-2025 or at mfurman, F-U-R-M-A-N at tbhr-law.com. Well, thank you again. This is Mark Furman from... Uh, Tyler Reed Hart and Rogers, we like to think of him as our rock. And uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back after this short break. <laughs> 